Thanks for joining us here in Barcelona during a very busy week. This is season four of our European marketing podcast from Spain. I'm Alba, welcoming you from the home of Mobile World Congress. That's right, Alba. This is the week of MWC. That's why there are so many visitors and no taxis. So how's it going? Has the show returned to its pre-COVID self? I would say so. The other day, I read that more than 150 countries are participating, with 1,000 speakers. And there are 500 startups represented at their next-gen track four years from now. Well, I do know that Edgar, our chief innovation officer, was excited about attending. After yesterday's visit to the fair, he mentioned that the crowds were as large as before. And Paul? Oh, sorry, Kerry. That will be Paul. He went there this morning and I need to take this call. Paul? Hi, Alba. I'm, I'm just about there. There wasn't a taxi to be found. So why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and get things started from the lab and I should be there in one to two minutes, okay? Okay, perfect. I have Kerry and George here in the studio with me and Henry's coming later. See you in a moment. I, for one, am very intrigued by what he and Edgar might say. You know, years back, for the 2019 Mobile World Congress, we did an exhaustive report. The podcast and the program notes on the blog are truly worth a look. And still quite relevant. I checked that just now as a matter of fact. That was season one, episode four. Our listeners can find it at blog.bevirtual.com. Hi, guys. Wow. I didn't think I'd make it. The place was just swamped. There is a lot to share, though. So are you ready to begin? The following content is brought to you by Derby Hotels Collection, European luxury hotels. Enjoy a special 10% discount in London, Barcelona and Madrid with the code BVAlexa at DerbyHotels.com. Now that you've had a moment to catch your breath, how did it go? What stands out in this edition of Mobile World? Well, let's just begin by saying that going to MWC is like drinking from a fire hose. There is simply so much information. And to understand what's truly important this year, I would start with the show's 2022 slogan, Connectivity Unleashed. There's a palpable sense of speed. The things presented at past editions are really accelerating and jumping forward. Can you give us an example? Yes, I can. That would be 5G. Now, for years, we've been hearing about how 5G was coming, how it would change everything. And as we all know, 5G is all about speed. And it's precisely this emerging new reality that is the unleashing part, freeing up new opportunities and challenges, of course. I would express that in one word, growth. As you know, any new technology must reach critical mass and a tipping point that converts it into the new standard in terms of installed base, use cases, and applications. Jose Maria Alvarez Payete, chairman and CEO of Telefonica, reported that data traffic is now growing 50% per year. And Mats Granried, who is the director of the GSMA, which is the organizer of MWC, a lot of initials here, <laughs> stated that 5G connections are predicted to reach 1 billion by the end of 2022. That seems possible when we count up industrialized countries and consumers with new smartphones. But beyond that, is 5G really making an impact globally? And Paul, what about the digital divide? 
Surely, we can't celebrate a digital society that mirrors haves and have-nots as portrayed in the Hunger Games. Excellent questions, guys. To start with your question first, George, in his keynote, the GSMA director mentioned 5G transformation case studies they've done, covering the technologies used for drones, construction, smart cities, and wind farms. I've also seen use cases for 5G in the shipping industry, where Chinese 5G dominance is pretty daunting. And Kerry, you do know that you're the social conscience of our team. I'm happy to say that progress is being seen. GSMA data shows that over the last five years, 1.4 billion more people have been covered by mobile broadband. Before that, 3 billion people had no mobile broadband. When you speak about 5G mobile connectivity, it makes it sound like Mobile World Congress is a somewhat boring trade show for nerds, geeks and telecommunications salesmen. No offense meant to George and Henry, of course. I do have a sense, however, that there is much more. Oh, absolutely. We start with 5G because it makes the digital transformation we're experiencing possible. As that stimulates innovation, new central themes and trends begin to emerge. For instance... I saw four areas very present. First, an increasing emphasis on edge computing rather than the cloud. High capacity, ultra low latency. Second, a move from information technology or IT as we all know it to OT, operational technology, where cybersecurity is essential. Third, quantum computing is being explored. And finally, the re-emergence of the metaverse, now in version 2.0, in which this interconnected high-speed infrastructure makes a coexisting virtual world possible like a layer on our physical reality, as well as holography, robots, fintech, and crypto wallets. Oh my god, all of this makes me really dizzy. Alba, I understand you very well. I also feel as it were being catapulted, headfirst, into the third decade of the 21st century. Without a parachute. I will admit it does sound uh, sometimes quite cold, and in terms of the human side of life, rather chilling. If it's any consolation, voices are now being raised that are human-centric, that point to the moral imperative. In other words, if this connectivity is unleashed in the form of robots, automated algorithms making decisions about our lives, etc. Can we contain it? It was encouraging when you told me that a keynote speaker this year was Paul Polman from the Netherlands. He's the former Unilever Global CEO and a true leader in sustainability. Yes, and he pointed to an interesting trend. Instead of CSR, corporate social responsibility, Polman says many companies are embracing ESG, economic social governance. Not only is this worldview driven by Gen Z and millennials, it's also caught the attention of the markets. According to him, funds made up of ESG companies perform better. At the risk of sounding arrogant, or even irritating, I'd like to interrupt a bit here. I must confess some impatience. I think we're all waiting to hear the big news from Mobile World. Yeah, exactly. Like, what were the coolest stands you guys saw? I think I may have the answer for you. As you know, our CIO, Edgar Grignan, is at MWC. Otherwise, he'd take part in this episode. This morning, however, he did pass on his impressions to Leslie, who will now share some of them. 
right after this break. To begin with, Edgar focused on the Asian presence at the fair. South Korea is very visible in this year's MWC, especially SK Telecom which has surprised everyone with Ifland, its own metaverse, holograms, and its commitment to VR and 4D experiences. They even had a liftable roller coaster right at their stand. I heard about that. They made a huge splash along with HTC from Taiwan. We'll put up some photos on our blog in the program notes for this episode. Exactly. Edgar told me that the HTC stand is pretty amazing. In his own words, and I quote, HTC has been the most agile in integrating a complete ecosystem around the metaverse, which it calls Viveverse. HTC is already well known for its VR systems, and now they're showing how we can enjoy a more real experience through haptic systems. Being able to touch and notice objects in our hands, solutions for making transactions in a secure and transparent way between real life and the metaverse. That means through digital wallets and NFT marketplaces. Leslie, that was quite a mouthful. Have you ever put on an HTC VR headset? Not yet, although now I want to, after I saw the video. It's up on our blog as well. Maybe you can help me, George? <laughs> nice try, Leslie. You know, George is not always as romantic as you'd like him to be. But anyway, George, I do understand you also visited the startup track four years from now. Any comments? Yes, we did. In general, in this 2022 edition, we saw startups at four years from now, focusing more on AI applications, especially for healthcare and fintech, mainly DeFi. What was new this time is that I also saw quite a few agencies and producers participating. In past editions, I was also impressed by the high level of speakers. In 2019, it was amazing. And as you said earlier, our podcast report on MWC 19 can be found on our blog at blog.bevirtual.com. Just look for episode four of season one. By the way, could you please also explain uh, what you just meant by DeFi for our listeners? Glad to. In fintech jargon, DeFi refers to decentralized finance, which we just covered in Season 3, Episode 9 of this podcast. George, you must have seen robots again this time. Perhaps even smarter ones. I can answer that one, Carrie. When we got there, George and I split up to see all we could. Robots were actually everywhere. You know, they're great crowdplacers. Xiaomi showed off a cyberdog robot, as well as a variety of their new products. From the US, IBM was giving a demonstration of one of Boston Dynamics' four-footed robots, capable of identifying all kinds of objects and people, thanks to IBM's AI technology. And when we were grouped, we even saw a robotic bartender with 5G connectivity, from Telefonica. Man, ever since I saw those killer robot canines in Black Mirror, they scare the living daylights out of me. I just want to run. Carrie. You know I'm a fan of holographics, so switching topics, any cool new stuff? I remember. You sent me to look for the latest HoloLens, which I saw at the Pulifi stand. Other than that, I also saw holography applied a lot. Through products such as transparent screens from Xiaomi crafted to get visitors to stop and look. And then the purest hologram, presented by SK Telecom, LED arrays and 3D and projectors with steam. At Intel, high refresh screens made images seem to jump out at you. 
and who are way offered experiences in which visitors seem to enter the screen. Paul, I'd also like to mention the incredible imaging and 3D realism that is now possible, fueled by 5G and tools such as those from Weta Digital. They're behind the super real animations we've all seen in movies like Avatar, Planet of the Apes, King Kong and many more. They were acquired by Unity just last December. I've put up a link to their web in this episode's notes on our blog. I really recommend our listeners check out the sections about some of their technology, like CityBots and Facets. It's totally cool. Thanks, Henry. I totally agree. What you said is important in terms of the metaverse, since the 2.0 version that is now being birthed is extremely photorealistic and HD. That said, I would also point our listeners to Sansar at sansar.com, S-A-N-S-A-R. Back to Weta Digital, their CEO Prem Akaraju also gave a keynote speech at Mobile World Congress. He says, we find ourselves at this time in a, and I quote, 2D to 3D conversion. Listen to how that sounds. (laughs) Perhaps a very good way to conclude and to understand another piece of the puzzle shown at MWC 2022. We sincerely hope you found some nuggets in this very brief overview of Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. And do remember that we've also put up even more resources for you on our blog. And before we go, a special shout out and thanks to Carlos Cruz, founder of IYI Events for the special access he afforded to our team, both at Mobile World and four years from now. You'll also find his link in our program notes for your next event in Barcelona. Until next time. Remember to check out our other flash briefings in the podcast section of our blog. Many of the episodes include very interesting chats with European innovators and entrepreneurs. Till then, goodbye from Spain. This flash briefing is brought to you by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com. Thank you.